Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. Today we've got a crazy story of an entitled mother trying to sell their own kid's car. But first, a story from Anna's Cluck. Entitled parent and her kids get what they deserved at the public pool. I worked as a lifeguard for many years back in high school and in my first summer after college. Usually I loved it, but we'd get the occasional entitled parent with their bratty kids at our pool. My favorite story happened this past summer. That day was supposed to be a great day. It was stormy out. I was working a double with my favorite manager and another co-worker. Our supervisor brought us Sonic during one of the thunder breaks. Not just drinks, I'm talking cheese fries, tots, burgers, the whole shebang. And it was overall a great day at work. Until during one of the thunder breaks, we were all sitting in the guard office finishing up our food. A little kid, probably about four or five, came up to us and demanded that we share some of our tater tots with him. It's a rule that lifeguards can't give patrons any of our personal food for safety reasons, allergies, etc., so we offered him some snacks from our snack bin that we use when a kid gets tired or dehydrated. He threw a fit because apparently goldfish were beneath him and he screamed about how unfair it was. We told him to leave the guard area and said the snack offer was still on the table if he wanted it. The kid immediately ran out of our office to his mom. He's crying, snot bubbling and screaming about how we get snacks and he doesn't. Q entitled mom storming up to our office and threatening to report us to our supervisor for eating on the job. What? And for robbing it in the patrons' faces that we have food and they don't. She then started berating us about how we weren't allowing anybody in the pool due to it being stormy, claimed we were lying about there being thunder, etc. At this point, we were all annoyed. We explained that we can't give personal food to pool patrons as it's against the rules and that everyone's out of the water due to it being unsafe. We pulled up a radar and showed her that there were lightning strikes within five miles of the pool. Of course, she wasn't having it and she just stormed off. At this point, most of the pool patrons were leaving because the storm was only getting worse. So we figured she'd give us a dirty look and then leave. Oh boy, was I wrong. Instead of being a reasonable and rational person, she proceeds to tell her kid to go swim, and that if any of us try to get him out, that he should start screaming as loud as he can. Of course, we couldn't let that kid swim, so we had my manager call the supervisor and the other coworker and I went to go convince the kid to get out of the pool. It was raining, there was thunder, and this kid was just splashing away. We told him that he needed to get out of the pool because it wasn't safe. But the second I stepped into the water, the kid let out the most ear-piercing scream I'd ever heard. Then Entitled Mom ran over, started screaming, She's hitting my son, someone help! And tried to physically pull me out of the pool. Unfortunately for her, my supervisor had just arrived, and he was already on the phone with the police. She was screaming, the kid was screaming, and I was fuming. I wanted to smack the crap out of that woman and her child so bad but I restrained myself. My supervisor came over and told both of them that they needed to leave, or they would be escorted out by the police. 
Surprise, surprise, she wasn't having it. Police got there about five minutes later, escorted her out, and she was banned from ever coming to the pool ever again. About two weeks later, she ended up trying to come to the pool again with her son. She came in, ignored the sign-in sheet, and just told her kid to get in the pool. We called the cops, and she was fined for trespassing. She left screaming with her screaming brat following behind her. She tried to start stuff on this wonderful, awful app called Nextdoor, saying that we were discriminating against her, blah blah blah, but that was the end of that. That incident made me stop lifeguarding altogether. $8.25 an hour is not enough to be dealing with crap like that. I feel bad for OP, and I don't blame them for quitting, getting paid that much and having to deal with people like entitled parents. If you guys ever had a pool, were at a pool, or even like a public pool, and you start hearing thunder, are you immediately getting out of the pool and staying out until it goes away? Or would you take those extremely slim chances and keep enjoying your time in the pool? Let me know what you would do in that situation in the comments down below. Our next story is from Deadlocked099, entitled Mother Demands Candy for My Diabetic Friend So Her Child Can Have It. This happened when I was in year 5, after school. So, my diabetic friend pulled out a candy bar, and then this happened. Entitled Mother said, Excuse me? Me and my diabetic friend said yes. She says, My child wants your chocolate. Give it to him. The entitled kid says, Yes, I want it. Give it to me. I start saying, He has diab... And the entitled mother cuts me off saying, Nobody asked you. The entitled kid saying, Give it to me. My friend said, No, I'm not giving it to you. I'm diabetic. Ten seconds later, the entitled mother says, Diabetes isn't real. The kid whining, I want it. Give it now. The entitled mother said, Don't worry, sweetie. I'll get it for you. The entitled kid then walks up to diabetic friend and tries to snatch the chocolate bar away. Diabetic friend then smacks his hand. The entitled mother says, How dare you attack my child, freakhead? The kid whining, Ow, you hurt me. The entitled mother then calls over the teacher saying, He assaulted my child, suspend him. The teacher asks what happened, and diabetic friend said, I'm diabetic and her child tried to snatch my chocolate away while I was trying to eat it. The entitled mother says, My precious child didn't do that. He just asked and then he slapped him. I said, that's not what happened. She came up and then started telling diabetic friend to give her his candy, and he said no. And when he told her he was diabetic, she said that diabetes doesn't exist, and then her kid tried to snatch the chocolate bar, and he smacked the child's hand away. Then she swore at us. The entitled mother says, liar. The teacher says, I'm going to have to believe diabetic friend and his friend, because they both told a similar story. The entitled kid says, give me the candy, I want it. The teacher said, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the school grounds. The entitled mother saying, I'm not leaving until my child gets candy. The teacher replies, I'll have to call the police if you don't leave school grounds. She says, ugh, fine, I'll leave, but next time you're giving my child candy. The teacher said, that won't be happening because your child won't be coming back to this school. The entitled mother replies, freak you. Then the teacher says, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I've never seen the entitled mother again after that event. I don't know what rules or security that they might have in place here, but that entitled mother definitely should not be on the school grounds if they're going to try to treat kids like that, especially kids in year 5. And frankly, I would say that I'm worried for the entitled kid because they're going to grow up entitled, but it seems like they're already there. All set up to someday give us a whole new generation of more entitled parent stories. 
By the way, if you're enjoying these Entitled Parent stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every video I upload daily has awesome stories like our next one from Who Stole My Cake. You've done your best to lose any respect and faith I had in you. It's been a month and boy was it a dumpster fire. First off, please tolerate the boring background time. My previous posts were about the wonderful relationship between me and girlfriend Eva and my mother who really likes to share her input about Eva. Then she got the same conditions she insulted Eva about, which entirely collapsed her whole narrative of vitiligo ugly and resulted in her quitting her BS a pointlessly long time after. However, in the meantime, the relationship between my father, who supported us a lot before, and us too got worse by the choice of my father. So we did the logical thing of making it worse by decreasing our dependence on him, and now I risk sounding self-serving, and that he still needs us while we don't need him. That said, we're both still grateful for the past support. Some time ago, Eva got a tattoo and piercing without telling anybody which slightly angered my father. Boring time over, disappointed and frustrated sigh in voice, Eva doubled down two weeks ago. Seriously, if anything, I'm happy that she decides for herself and is who she wants to be. The past month was, besides the first month or so of us living together, probably the hardest for us. While mother was regarded as the jerk of the family, father wasn't. He spun the whole thing against us, of course, so we had to defend ourselves while trying to be the calm side that wants no trouble like before. We had to make some adjustments to our relationships with some family members, but I dare say the worst and key damage is prevented. Well, with all that adrenaline of the new chapter of family infighting starting, we forgot to nationalize my father's key to our place. Yesterday, Eva was out for her daily obsessed level long run, and I stayed home. Then my father appeared completely unwanted and unannounced. He said, hey, we need to talk about something. I say, well, I don't have anything to talk about with you. What are you even doing here? He says, I do. You know, there's a lot of work to be done this time of year, and you haven't moved a finger. I say, don't you not need our help with how you're behaving? He says, I don't see how her not respecting me has anything to do with the yearly work. I say, just leave. Just freak off. I don't give a crap what issues you now have. He says, don't speak to me like that. You're in no place to... And I say, you're in no place to even be here. You're doing it to yourself. He said, doing what? None of this would happen if she respected you or me. I say, in what exactly? Father, go-go outdated mindset gadget says, like getting those trashy tattoos without telling anyone. Who knows what else she's doing behind your back? Apparently, peak of trash is a freaking butterfly and a panda happily munching bamboo in front of a vitiligo ribbon. Noted. Good to know. Eva says, sounds like an argument. I'm in. Of course, father immediately noticed the even trashier tattoo, four-leaf clover, she got. He says, and again, how dense are you? What were you thinking getting it so soon knowing I don't like it? Eva said that it's freaking funny. She literally wasn't joking. I said, what are you thinking saying anything like this? Do you think we care what you like? Eva says, what were you thinking? Getting in my face knowing I don't like it? Controlling jerk. Father says, shut up, you disrespectful witch. You wasted so much of your potential. No one respects people with tattoos. I say, and you, disrespectful jerk, just freak off. You're literally just like mom. Even worse, at least she was always honest about it. Eva says, good, if it means lack of respect from you. Father says, you've done your best to lose any respect and faith I had in you. 
You're all just doing it on purpose. Shoot, that's what I get for helping you. I say no, that's what you get for being a jerk. Father then seemed to run out of words and just left. So far, more defending our actions, but we still have the good old nuclear home security camera option, so I guess we're fine. I think this is definitely one of those situations where you just gotta make the tough decision to, frankly, cut off your parents, because if they're gonna, like, judge somebody for having vitiligo, and then they're gonna judge somebody for getting tattoos, and frankly, like OP said, the tattoos that they got weren't even that, like, crazy or weird or inappropriate. Like, who's gonna see a tattoo of a butterfly, or a panda munching bamboo in front of a ribbon, or a four-leaf clover, and think, this person seems unhirable. In 2022, really? This next story is from Sleepy Pandua, entitled Mom Yells at Kid for Not Speaking Loud Enough. This happened yesterday during my shift, and I'm still raging mad at this woman. It's pretty long, so hold tight. I, 19-year-old female, work at a ramen and poke place. During this time, I was in charge of building the poke. You just tell me what you want on the poke and I'll build it. Like what you do at Subway. While I was restocking some poke ingredients, I see a mother, entitled mother, and an 11-ish old child, nice child, come to the register to order. From appearance-wise, nice child showed signs that they were extremely distressed and super shy. They kept fidgeting with their jacket and looked down. My coworker took their order, and I kept an eye on them as I sensed something was wrong. The mom orders two small poke bowls and one medium bowl and two Thai tea drinks. The coworker asks the mom and child if they wanted boba with it. Entitled mother looked at nice child and asked if they wanted boba or not. Nice child answered very, very quietly. Then the entitled mother proceeded to yell at the kid, Do you want boba or not? She's literally asking you, speak up. After a couple of seconds of the nice child getting distressed and unable to answer, entitled mother answers, Just get her no boba. There, I knew that Entitled Mother was going to be rude already to Nice Child once they come on my side to order the poke. Before they come my way, I quickly grab out-to-go menus for poke, which has the list of ingredients and a marker, and put it near me. Entitled Mother tells me what they want for the base for the poke. No problem, I do so. Then she said she wanted half-half on one of them. I asked her half-half of what? We have so many options with white rice, brown rice, chips, and salad. She says, just normal half-half. I say, of what? She says, white rice and salad, isn't that normal half-half? I say, we have many options, so we don't have a normal. I proceed to give the half salad and rice, and I ask what sides they want. Entitled mother asks nice child what sides they want. The kid starts to point. Entitled mother then yells, what do you want? She can't hear you, speak up. I interrupt the entitled mother and give nice child the to-go menu and marker and ask nice child to circle what they want. Nice child agrees and does that and I proceed to ask entitled mother what side she wants. Entitled mother gets snarky at me for interrupting her and just orders. My coworker takes nice child's to-go menu and proceeds to build their poke. Nice child didn't circle much, which was fine. Coworker asks if they wanted any sauces since they didn't circle any sauces. Entitled mother intervenes and says, yes, put sauces on hers. My coworker ignores entitled mother and proceeds to ask thumbs up or down for sauces. The nice child puts a thumbs down and coworker builds the poke. Entitled mother gets a baffled look at my coworker and just proceeds back to building her own poke bowl. After coworker was almost done, entitled mother notices that coworker didn't put many ingredients. Entitled mother yells at nice child for not circling enough and yells at coworker to put more things on nice child's poke bowl. 
Coworker ignores and asks the nice child if they wanted more ingredients. The nice child looks at Entitled Mother nervously and looks down. I pitch in and say, thumbs up or down for more ingredients. It's alright if you don't want any more, it's all your choice. Thumbs down. I pack everything up and give the Entitled Mother and Nice Child their food. Entitled Mother glares at me the whole time, and I just wave at Nice Child. Bye kiddo, have a good one, okay? The Nice Child waves, the Entitled Mother glares, and both leave. I immediately started ranting about how rude Entitled Mother was and I felt bad about Nice Child. I'm glad I was able to give Nice Child the chance to choose and to not give in to Entitled Mother. I hope the kid's alright. And Mitzi, if you're reading this, screw you for yelling at your kid in public, especially if they aren't comfortable. Don't ever make your child uncomfortable again, especially in front of me. You're lucky I was on the clock. Treat your kid with respect. These kids are probably terrified to be any kind of social because their parents probably yell at them for making the slightest misstep in front of them. I definitely feel really bad for that kid and they deserved better than that. Good on OP and their coworker for making sure that this kid actually got what that kid wanted and not what Entitled Mother wanted and demanded. Our next story is from Mikey Bonbon 1988 Entitled Parent Has Their Kid Ram Me From Behind I just had the weirdest encounter with a parent. For some context, I'm currently doing a walk across three provinces, 1500 kilometers in total. I'm from Toronto, Ontario. On April 30th, I arrived in New Brunswick to walk the Trans-Canada Trail from the start right to Niagara Falls in an attempt to raise money for Mad Canada. Mothers Against Drunk Driving I'm now on day 5 of my walk, just hitting the 300 kilometer mark. Because just walking alone can get tedious, I use my headset so I can rock out as I walk. At the moment I'm fairly close to a town, so I'm seeing a fair bit more people than I did yesterday, and this afternoon there were ATVs zooming past me. To be safe, I was walking far on the left hand side, so in the worst case scenario I could see the ATV coming and have an opportunity to jump out of the way instead of being taken out from behind. What I didn't account for was a crappy parent and their goblin hex spawn taking offense to me using the path. I was on a state part of the trail easy walk, not hilly, just minding my business and rocking out like a legend when suddenly I'm flat face down on the ground, something took me out from behind. There I am face down on the ground, my headset was knocked clean off my head, and in my fall went flying 15 feet ahead and down the embankment. When my brain registered what happened and came out of the daze, I hear a kid laughing and saying to its father, Yeah, I got him good! To which the father exclaimed that people like that won't learn unless they're taught a hard lesson. Now keep in mind at this point, I'm in pain. My adrenaline's pumping so I'm pissed off. I stand up and start yelling, Dude, what the freak! So this parent saw me peacefully walking down the trail, minding my business, and didn't like the fact that I was on the left hand side. In his mind I was breaking the law, so he told his hexpawn to go full speed and ram me from behind on his bike. The guy said as much when I stood up. For the most part, I've been able to keep my cool. The kid left his bike where he took me out. I'm looking at the thing and notice the red blotches on it and the drips of red on the ground where I'd been walking. I'd been so focused on what had happened, and the father, I didn't notice my legs wet with blood. My shoes now full with warm blood outside and in from the huge gashes on my leg. Now that is the exact second I lost my cool. I scream, what the freak are you thinking? You could have freaking killed me! Plus lots more swearing and moving closer to the guy. And the parent pulled out a very large knife, 
Now, I also carry a knife on me, but in no way have I ever thought about using it on another person, nor was I in any way about to have a monkey knife fight with this guy and his kid. The freaker's already shown he's out of his mind. So much was going through my mind. I've been replaying it over and over in my mind all day since I made camp. I did the only thing that I could think of at the time. Now, for my safety while on the trails, I keep a small pouch on my belt at all times. This pouch has a bottle of spray in it. This spray is called Bear Mace, and it's a stronger version of pepper spray to save your life in case of a bear attack. Now, I've spent a lot of time in the woods, camping, fishing, etc. In 20 plus years, I've never needed it, and I never imagined the first time I would use it would be on another person. And honestly, if I didn't think I was about to be murdered by Mr. Nutjob and his 10-pound sack of crazy kids, I wouldn't have done what I did. But I sprayed both of them, and I got them really good dead middle of the face. And as they were screaming in pain, I threw their bikes down the embankment and hobbled myself as far away as I could get. I booked it for about 10 minutes until I stopped to clean myself up. I keep a bottle of 100 proof of vodka on me, fire starter and disinfectant if needed. The gashes on the back of my legs are deep, but the wounds are clean. I used super glue to close them, but I made it to a town and I'm staying in a crappy motel tonight. I'd planned on doing 50 kilometers today and camping out on the trail. I only made it 35 kilometers and I don't feel too safe staying on the trail tonight. What I've taken away from all this is people from sparsely populated areas like this have issues. Serious issues. And it's not like they didn't see me either. When I'm on the trail, I wear a reflective orange and yellow vest and purple cowboy hat. Some people just want to cause you problems. Oh yeah. As I made my escape, I scooped up my headset. The band on top is broken. Nothing a little super glue and duct tape can't fix. Although I do wish that the father and their kid were charged for the, frankly, you could say attempted murder. But if that wasn't ever really going to be an option, them getting blasted in the face with bear mace, and hopefully their ATVs ending up at the bottom of a ditch, I just hope it's an embankment where they actually had to get some, like, actual professional help to get it up out of that embankment, or maybe the ATVs end up a little damaged rolling down the embankment. Either way, if they weren't ever going to get charged, OP did just about as good of a job of getting revenge as you could have. Needless to say, yeah, these guys are total nut jobs. Our next story is from Adorable Ad 4774. Crazy mother at the beach gets sweet, sweet karma. Went to Lake Michigan today with my three kids. We had walked far down the beach, so no one was around for a couple hundred feet. This lady and three kids come along and sit nearby. No biggie. But her six-year-old son starts digging in the sand directly in front of our blanket. Whatever, I still didn't say anything. He's a kid and I was more worried with soaking up some rays. Fifteen minutes later, cue entitled mother, she moves her blanket and bag directly in front of us next to her kid. Not even two feet away. There is literally 300 feet of empty beach to the either side of us. I looked at her, really? She smiles a sickly fake, yeah, which? I say, you literally have half a mile of empty beach on either side. She says, oh, realizing I'm calling her out on her BS. You're serious? I thought you were joking. My son wants to dig here. What can I do? I stop her and say, move? This woman has the nerve to say, wow, I can't believe you're serious. It's been a long time since you've had a six-year-old. There really isn't any kindness. I interrupt, whatever. I'll be the bigger person, lady. I'll move. I was so proud of myself for walking away because I wanted to throat punch her butt. 
Karma finds her 30 minutes later, when the only boat on the beach, a huge loud one with a constantly barking dog, anchors on the sandbar directly in front of her witch butt. Sweet, sweet Karma. She wound up moving 10 minutes after they anchored, and I didn't have to look at that sour butt anymore. Do you guys think OP's in the right or wrong on this story? Like, technically, the beach is open and free for people to dig or put their blankets down wherever, right? I guess ethically, it's not the right thing to do, but do you guys think OP has a leg to stand on when anybody can really set up shop on the beach anywhere? And our final story of the day is from Spiritual C8868, entitled Mom Thinks She Has the Right to Sell My Car. I, 20-year-old female, recently co-signed a car with my stepfather, yay. The key thing about this car is it's my responsibility. I'm learning to drive in it as my mother, 40-year-old female, was terrified to teach me how to drive in her car. That's why we got my car in the first place. Some background info, we got it for zero down. The payments for both the car and insurance come from my bank account, and I pay for the gas and everything else it needs. I have a full-time job that I'm getting ready to start making 18 an hour at. So now to the am I the jerk. My mom went to see a movie a good 45 minutes away. I work night shift and she said she'd make it back on time to take me to work. That's not how that went. She hit rush hour traffic and got into a standstill. I couldn't call off as I'm one week away from being hired on and I couldn't risk it. So she told me to go ahead and take my car. Once again, I have a permit. I don't have my license. If I had gotten pulled over, I could have been arrested. The car could have been towed. I'd never driven through town on my own, and I was terrified. In my terror, I did an oops. I grazed the rear of my car against a tree. I wasn't doing but five miles an hour. I did a heavy sigh as I realized I'd done an oops in my fear and took a deep breath, set my goal, and drove carefully and made sure to leave enough time to get gas if I needed to as well. Cut to after my 12-hour shift, she tells me because I bumped into the tree, I was completely irresponsible and that she forbade me from taking my driving test. And that if I was so scared of my driving test, I have anxiety, I'm on medication for it, that I clearly wasn't ready. When I got pissed off and told her I was 20 and she couldn't forbid me from doing crap when it came to that, and that I couldn't believe I was about to say this, but that she was being a major witch, she threatened to sell my car. Mind you, she has no power over this. She'd have to give it back to the dealership. But even then, she put zero money into it. I've only put money into it, and I did that on purpose. This is my car, I'm paying for it, I'm going to be paying for it for the next five years. I know she can't sell the car. She told me I was acting like a child. I had a complete breakdown when she told me this. I worked 12 hours overnight and had gotten zero sleep before going in because I was running all over with her helping her with stuff. When I told her she had no right to do anything with my car, she simply turned her nose up and smugly looked at my stepdad. He very defeatedly said, you hit a tree. I didn't hit a tree, I rubbed up against it. So after all this, she tries to get me to go into a restaurant and act like I'm not falling apart. I felt all the hard work I'd done mentally start to melt away. I had to spend 20 minutes chanting that I had every right to be scared. I have every right to be mad. I have anxiety and it's normal to be scared of taking your driver's test. It took me an hour, but I got a hold of my boyfriend and told him all of this. He reassured me that I was in the right, that I had to make a judgment call, and that I couldn't lose my job, and told him what my mother said she'd tell him. 
Guess why your girlfriend can't drive to you for longer? She was so excited when she said it too, and when I told him what she said, I could practically see veins pop from his forehead as he said, Oh, I hope she asks, because she'll love my answer. Am I the jerk for having a meltdown and going off on my mom? It's my car, I pay for it, and the dealership owns it. She wants me to move on, but I can't help how pissed off I still am. Frankly, I'm not gonna lie here, I feel like, perhaps, some of the anxiety OP has is like from the mom instilling that anxiety in OP by freaking out so much about anything related to OP driving the car. How is your kid supposed to grow up and be able to succeed when every time it comes to whatever it is they're trying to succeed at, you start worrying and freaking out and displaying this anxious behavior? And considering your stepfather is only a co-signer, she can't sell your car in any way. She can try to steal and sell your car, but that's going to be a whole different legal issue. Literally only OP can sell that car, and literally only OP can make them give up on trying to learn how to drive that car. And I know this isn't really am I the jerk, but I also think OP's not the jerk here. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to see another Entitled Parent story that was even more insane than the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all guys next time for some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.